0: To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
1: This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Here's something to think about.
0: Desperate times require desperate measures. You've probably heard that quote. But how much reach should those desperate measures have? Go into somebody else's private property. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us on American Viewpoints. You know, you've heard about local and federal government agencies issuing orders in response to the COVID 19 virus and the related government ordered shutdowns around the country. And among those orders, are banning many evictions, and that's been presented as a really good thing to keep people in their homes, but there's a lot more to it than just that. It's a much more nuanced issue. I'm joined now by Damien Schiff. He is a senior attorney with the Pacific Legal Foundation, and Damien, uh, you're working on a unique case involving these eviction moratoriums, and this one doesn't involve apartments or homes or condos or anything like that. This has to do with the business, right? That's right. And thanks, Mike, for having me on the program. It's a lawsuit we filed yesterday
1: in federal court in Los Angeles on behalf of a commercial landlord, small commercial landlord who has one property in the county of Los Angeles, suing the county for its eviction moratorium on commercial tenancies. This is something that I think a lot of folks haven't noticed because there's been so much attention on residential eviction moratoriums, but a number of these local governments in California and elsewhere in the country have extended their moratoriums to cover commercial property as well. The problem of course is that these laws go too far and violate a number of constitutional provisions. Our case focuses in particular on the provision of the constitution that says that state and local governments cannot impair the obligation of contracts and our argument is that a commercial eviction moratorium by preventing a landlord from seeking remedies under a lease, by preventing the collection of rent, by preventing the assessment of late fees and interest, impairs the contractual rights that landlords have. Now we think that this case is particularly strong precisely because it is in a commercial context. A lot of these cases that have been preliminarily adjudicated dealing with residential emission moratoriums have lost because the courts have said, you know, this is an emergency. We have these stay-at-home orders. We think it kind of makes sense that the local governments are saying, we need to keep people in their homes in order to observe these stay-at-home orders. Therefore, we need to forbid, at least temporarily, any evictions. Now, that kind of argument, whether you think it's convincing or not, just doesn't have the same force when you apply it to the commercial context, because it doesn't follow just because a commercial tenant fails to pay or should be evicted from a commercial property doesn't follow that that person or that person's employees are necessarily going to be without a home or necessarily going to be out on the streets. And so the balance of the equities we think is a lot stronger here than in some of these other cases. And we're hoping for a positive result on our constitutional plan.
0: This involves uh, what an auto repair shop and uh, a landlord who's leasing the building and the land to them. And they're just, just what, not paying the rent?
1: Uh, by and large, our client is a is a uh, retired auto repair mechanic. He uh, ran the business himself for about 30 years. When he retired, he and his wife decided to lease out the property to another auto repair mechanic shop. The tenant that they have over the last few years has been problematic, to say the least. Uh, problems with paying on time, problems with violating building code provisions with with development on the property. But things became worse this year once the eviction moratoriums went into place. And the tenant for several months paid uh, our client nothing. And more recently, although the tenant has been paying something, still is in arrears over $30,000 and counting And yet, because of the eviction moratorium for commercial property in LA County, our client can't do anything about it. And he, of course, needs the money, not just because it's his private property, but because he's retired and he relies upon that revenue along with his wife's and his own social security to make out their retirement. So this is having a significant impact. It's also important to underscore here that uh, the ordinance applies as in this case, to commercial tenants, even if they're quote-unquote essential operations. You know, this is an auto repair shop. It's been allowed to operate since day one of the pandemic. So the extreme breadth of this law, the extreme burdens it imposes upon small landlords like The auto repair shop mechanic who is our client here, we think really just emphasize that this law goes too far. And if a court is going to hold something unconstitutional under the Contracts Clause of the Constitution, this is a great opportunity to do so.
0: We're visiting with Damian Schiff from the Pacific Legal Foundation. Uh, He's a senior attorney there. And we're going to give out the social media website contact information in a few minutes. But in the last few minutes that we've got here, Damian, let's talk about the bigger picture here. And there's an argument saying, but wait a minute, this is an emergency. It's not a lot of people's fault that, you know, whether it's their home or their business, that they can't pay their bills because government ordered it. Now, in this case, you've obviously got business that's still open. But what is the bigger picture uh, question as far as What role, if any, should the government have when it comes to these private contracts, even in an emergency, to say, nope, you're not allowed to exercise your rights in that contract because landlords are getting, uh, and investors are really getting left out in the cold here. There's just not a lot of sympathy for them right now.
1: You know, Mike, I, I think everyone would agree that in an emergency, the government can probably do things that otherwise it wouldn't be able to do, and the the way the courts have interpreted the constitution government does have a lot of leeway to do things that otherwise it wouldn't be able to do but even in an emergency there are limits and the whether it's the state federal or local government can't exceed those limits if the, there's a concern out there that well but if, if if we have these limits how can we adequately respond to the emergency there are constitutional ways to do it you know a great example right here with these commercial eviction Or residential eviction moratoriums. If we want to keep people in their homes or if we want to keep uh, commercial businesses going and not defaulting on their leases, then the government should be able to provide rental assistance. Now that might be expensive, sure, but at least that way you have the cost of the government measures being spread equally throughout the society as opposed to what we have right now with the eviction moratoriums. Where you have landlords, whether commercial or residential, they are being disproportionately burdened with the cost of these government measures. If that's not spread out evenly, that becomes unjust. And that certainly is an example of the government going too far, even in an emergency
0: let me ask you real quick. Because there's a lot of people that will hear anytime there's a pushback against a moratorium, and you just kind of laid out a you know a legal logical explanation for that. But for some people, Damien, and just give me about a thirty second answer. They say, but that just sounds cold hearted. This is probably a small businessman, just like the renters in their homes. They they've got a right to be there in a in a tough time. Uh, why should those contracts and and why should the the very specific business element? Of business, frankly, be upheld during an emergency where everybody's scared whether or not they should be? And again, that's a whole different discussion.
1: Right. Well, I I think that the short answer is uh, just because uh, there is an emergency doesn't mean that there are now no rules. Undoubtedly, there are uh, tenants out there who really need the help. And guess what? There are plenty of landlords out there not only need the help, but who are also more than willing to accommodate. It's, not, it's in their best interest too, to keep their either homes or to keep their, their commercial businesses occupied. So there's no desire out there to be hard-hearted, but even in an emergency, again, there are limits to what the government can do because we have established guardrails in our constitution in order to protect individual liberty. And if we can't keep those in place in an emergency, We
0: might as well not have them at all. All right, Damien, how do we find you? Uh, Website is pacificlegal.something.
1: That's right, pacificlegal.org. And on the website, you can find a lot of stuff, not just about um, this commercial eviction case, but uh, about a lot of our other pandemic-related litigation throughout the country.
0: And are you on Twitter or social media? We sure are. And uh, you can find all that information as well on our website. All right. Great, Damien. Appreciate the insight. This is an interesting angle and uh, perspective on this huge question that we have right now. Again, thanks, Mike, for having me on. And thank you for being a part of American Viewpoints this weekend. I'm on Twitter as well. Look at at AVP radio show or we can connect on Facebook as well. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm Mike Ferguson. We'll talk to you again next week.
1: Getting a flu shot helps us stay healthy, so we don't miss out on what matters. Like that family movie night your daughter can't live without. (coughs) Yeah, can't do that. Every year, millions of people in the U.S. get the flu. Especially now. No one has time to miss out on moments that matter. So get your flu shot. Find out more at GetMyFluShot.org. Brought to you by the AMA, CDC, and the Ad Council.